Hey everybody, this is Steve. And this is Parnell. And this is Flippin' and Mashing. Episode 20... 22, possibly? 23. Could be. No, I'm, I'm sure it's 22. I know for a fact it's 22. Uh, do you? Yeah, for a fact. You're throwing facts out. I don't... Mm-hmm. Cracking knowledge. I don't want you to be giving out fake facts. Well, you went to the wrong website, so if you're trying to find out if we're episode 21 or not, you're oh, looking shit. at the wrong thing. Deadpool just leaked a picture on Twitter of the playfield. Okay. I guess it's not really a leak. Because it's already been released. <laughs> I got all excited that I was the only person to see it. Untrue. Untrue. The world has seen it. Um, so since we just started, we should probably crack our cans real quick. What do you... What so do you this is my drink? second energy drink today. So I'm going to be given. I will be going to like Proctor's car show tonight. Okay. But I'm going to be freaking wired all night. Well, that's good. I don't so know. that's good. No, that's we'll good. You should crack this and drink the whole one. entire thing. You were saying that you were probably only going to drink half of it. You should drink the whole thing now. There you go. There you go. This is a Rockstar Recovery Lemonade, non-carbonated. And sticking with our uh, Rockstar sponsored episode, <laughs> I'm going to uh, drink uh, a Rockstar Orange, Rockstar Recovery Orange. Man, is that sugary? Is it? You know, I'm used to water. Oh, well, then it's going to be much more sugary than water. Let's, let me see what mine <laughs> tastes like a little bit. Oh. Smooth. So it's not heavily bubbly like I was expecting. No, yeah, there's no carbonation in these, which right. I kind of like because... I think that they're better than Monsters uh, recoveries. Oh, those Because I don't care for the tea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can... I like the pink one. It must be raspberry. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't know what it's called. It might be raspberry. I can kind of chug that down. I'm not a big fan of energy anymore. I'll do them when I need it. Like if I'm driving, uh-huh. going to pick up Lord of the Rings seven hours away, one mm-hmm. way, I'll freaking do some energy drinks. But I also like to space them out because I don't like peeing when I'm driving. Sure. <laughs> and I pee a lot. My wife gets pissed when we go on trips. Yeah, I, I can't drink real real energy drinks, like a, like a full monster or something like that very often anymore because I mainly am just, I only drink Kickstarts. Yeah, you drink part. like ten of them a day. Yeah, but it's I mean, not really it's good for you. They're more like pop than they are anything else. They're, so they're they're not as harsh. Anyways, that, that's all I mean. Okay, let's get on with the show here. <laughs> so, uh, first thing we wanted to talk about, we wanted to talk about the new Deadpool pinball machine. We have got images. We've got all sorts of cool different stuff we can talk about. They have an amazing uh, DMD screen. Deadpool streams today, which. I don't know when yeah. this will get out. Yeah, but by the time you guys Wednesday hear this, it will have streamed. At yeah. 4.30. That's less than two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which model they're streaming. There's a pro and a premium. They usually stream the the higher up one, like the a limited edition or the premium. And they're streaming this on Twitch, you said. On Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadstream. Deadflips. <laughs> Deadflips Twitch account. Deadflips Twitch account. Gotcha. Um, I'll probably be driving, so maybe, I mean, I don't know. I can kind of have it running on my phone, but sure. um, I'll run home and I'll set them all on and then go to this car show. So you got a lot of stuff packed over the top of this. I'm hoping. Well, they'll replay hoping, it. Yeah. No, they won't. No, no, no. Hang on. He streamed a couple other games and they didn't save it. What the? F- they stream it and then they shut it down. Hmm. And so um, I'm hoping either someone records it. Well, I don't know if somebody on the internet has to record it. Either someone's going to record it because they started doing this, or they're going to post up the replay. Because I'll watch the replay. I, sure, I would love to watch the replay, but I, I don't have time to. Like when he streamed, why would you not record it? 
that's good content that you can just post later on on any other one of your pages. Whatever. Because, like, he streamed uh, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Did he say this is a one-time event? If you're not here, then you're square and get lost? Uh, no. Not until after. Then they're like, yeah, we're, you know, th- that was it. Hmm. So it was... Uh, kind of bugs me. Yeah, it's a punch in the balls. But Stern has also done this, too. Like, they've done a couple Facebook videos. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, you better be there live. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you don't get it. So anyways, to try to describe to you guys what this play field kind of looks like, it is, for one, I'm not bright sure it, and colorful you? and stunning. Uh, the same guy who did Ghostbusters and Iron Maiden. I think he did Iron Maiden. Did he do Iron Maiden? Either way, he did Deadpool. Uh, his name is Jeremy Packer or Zombie Yeti. Okay, you mean Would, Ghostbusters. Yeah. Okay. I, I think he did Iron Maiden, too. All right. That would make sense because both of those are absolutely appealing to the eyes. Oh, the artwork is amazing. The artwork is awesome. If, yeah, so if any of you have played Ghostbusters, you kind of have maybe a similar idea of what it's going to look like. And it, I tell you what, he had to have uh, done Iron Maiden because it looks almost just like Iron Maiden, the way that the drawing is. Mm. I mean, he has a style. Given That's what I'm saying. He's really good at not m- making it. Like, if I didn't tell you that he did all these, you might not know. I mean, okay. It's not like he makes it the same. Well, sure. I mean, like, well, so like his drawing here, or the the art that's on this playfield looks like a comic book. I'm not saying that it looks, the art is exactly like the other one, but the way it's all pieced together, the way it's got, the way it all kind of is layered in, it reminds me so much of the Iron Ma- the Iron Maiden playfield, the way that the, all the characters and people are kind of laid out. Either way, we'll be posting images of uh, this onto our Facebook account and our own Twitter accounts and stuff like that. So you guys will be able to see for yourself what it kind of looks like. But one thing I was kind of surprised about was how many characters oh my God. run the play field. Because uh, it's a Deadpool uh, game. So yeah, I was thinking it was basically maybe, maybe just him, maybe a Domino. Well, see, and they didn't, they didn't release kind of what they were going after. And since the Deadpool movies had just come out, I'm, I think everybody just assumed it would be based off the movie. Mm-hmm. And then once everybody kind of assumed that, they got they got all fired up about, well, they don't have Ryan Reynolds do the voice. It's going to suck. Mm-hmm. And fuck that. I'm never going to buy this game. Sure. Well, turns out they go to the comics. Well, the comics have so much more content. Right. So he's fighting a Wait. Megalodon. He's <laughs> fighting a T-Rex. See, and that's why it's so cool. Because that's... I mean, where in the world... Would you ever have okay Ryan Reynolds Deadpool fight a T Rex? Yeah, you'd have to go back in time or something. Exactly, he's got dinosaurs in here. He's got ev- he's got tons and tons of Marvel characters on here. Is Wolverine oh. on here? Yeah, yeah, you got Wolverine, the Juggernaut. You got uh, I think Colossus. I see Colossus on Cable. there. Cable, Cable. He's got tons and tons of characters. Mystique is on there, which I thought was kind of strange. But then of course I don't know every single comic book that is on there. But I was just kind of blown away. Yeah, Sabretooth. There's just again randomly uh, big T Rexes and like raptors and a megalodon and all these other strange creatures. Like he's got a disco ball in there. It's just because that's what he is. He's just like oh, a crazy eclectic, yeah. You know, whatever. and then so that that flying dinosaur Sauron. I don't know who that Mister Sinister. Oh my god, Mister Sinister. That makes sense. Um, and then a bunch of ninjas. I mean, all the like the. It almost seems like. They actually did go through the comics and find really good stuff, like mm-hmm. really good content to make 
it a funny game. Mm-hmm. The the best part is um, the bobblehead. <clears throat> no, there's a couple bubbles on the playfield. Bubbles. Like the character talking. Oh, oh, like like, like comic voice bubbles. Like, yeah, voice or, bubbles. Where, I'm not really sure how you say it. I'm tr- trying to find it because it kind of makes fun of itself for being a game. But I, I think my favorite part about it is the bobblehead. So it's not just a bobblehead, like like a little pop guy. If you guys know what like a Funko Pop looks like, that's pretty much what's on here. But then his arms, instead of like his head being a bobblehead, his arms like bobble arms, and he's got his sword. So when he like, when he wiggles and bounces around, his arms are jiggling all over the place, and he's swinging his swords yeah. and stuff like that. I think that's pretty awesome. So the one bubble is, uh, it's Deadpool saying, "I like to think of pinball as glass over a world." Because there is some podcaster who keeps calling it a world under glass. Oh, and really? So they're kind of poking fun at, okay. at the pinball hobbyist and that he's in a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. And then on the screen, they have him playing his own pinball game. Oh, sure. In an 80s look. That's what's really cool about the screen. So the screen is uh, a full LED. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a great screen. Is it screen. like a 12 inch? It's big. It's yeah. nice. It's smaller than Jersey Jack's. So you still have that nice translate art. Right. Which is most of the top of the back box. But then, yeah, the screen's nice and big, and then it has two nice premium speakers on the sides. Mm-hmm. And the videos that are in it, so again, we'll link videos on our Facebook page. Just go ahead and check them out on there. But they have some really awesome, funny uh, video clips that go along with the whole entire game, and it's kind of placed in the... How would you describe it? It's like a, an 80s... They... In an interview with the designer, George Gomez, it sounds like they've made it... He used to work, I think, for Midway. He used to make arcade games. Sure. Which is funny. But... Um, which kind of makes sense, because it looks like an arcade game. Yeah. So, when he goes and fights like Colossus or the Ninjas, it looks mm-hmm. like a Street, Street Fighter, Fighter 2 game mm-hmm. on the screen. In that kind of pixely... And it's pixelated, kind of like an 80s game. Mm-hmm. However, he mentioned... When Deadpool breaks the fourth barrier, fourth wall, to talk to the player. Yeah. It's crystal clear HD. Nice. Oh, man. I mean, this, it sounds like they actually thought when making this game. Right. Where a lot of older games, when Stern didn't have competition, they literally just pumped crap out. Mm-hmm. And crap it mm-hmm. was. So they just p- pushed it out. But, but at the same time, they were selling to the route operators. They weren't selling to people. I mean, some people bought games for their house, but they're now selling more to people's homes than they are to route. So you have to make the games better for your home use. That makes sense. So it is the market shifted, and so they've they're behind. People say they're behind Jersey Jack or whoever, but I mean, they're the biggest juggernaut in the pinball making world. And now look what they're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, they got Deadpool's license. They've now made all these cool features on it. People were mocking the the bobblehead, but at the same time, you know they did a molded Wolverine on X Men, and people shit on that too. Really? And then also like Wolverine's arms and the little claws were um, you know molded and kind of down toward the playfield, so they got whacked by the ball, so they would break. Mm. And someone made a custom molded one that was like upgraded, and his arms were higher up. So at the same time, it's like. People shit on it if you do, and they'll shit on it if you don't. So just make the damn game, and in reality, if people want to upgrade it with a different figure, they'll do it. Sure. 
I personally love this little bobblehead. I well, think it, he's it fits such Deadpool itself yes, because he's it does. a joking, sarcastic jackass with, and he'd have a bobblehead on his. They mm-hmm. said, "I want a bobblehead like he'd put on the front of his car, or like on the dash of his car, or the chimichanga truck." Sure, and there it is. Uh, yeah, it's, exactly. I, I think just looking at it, it's it's comedy by just looking at the bobblehead. So, and that's what this whole entire when you look at the pinball machine. It just it's it screams comedy. It's funny, or it's just jokes all over it, written into all these little bubbles. Everything about it is comic book and humor. I, I love it. I think it's awesome. It's cool because even the pro has that same feature. So there's a three banks of drop target, like a bank of three drop targets. You knock those down, and you can hit the Deadpool figure, and then he shakes. Mm-hmm. You hit a target, and he wiggles the guy. Then there's that big sword ramp, which hasn't been done since Lord of the Rings. But the cool part is you can lock the balls in the, I think it's a katana or something, in the handle. Sure. Oh, it's going to be a sweet game. Um, There's a couple of features upgraded from the the pro to the premium in LE where, like, um, the left ramp can lift up so you can lock a ball or put a ball underneath and it goes somewhere else. Okay. <clears throat> and then um, on the LE and Premium, you get all these figures instead of plastics, flat pieces. Sure. And there was another thing too. I don't remember what it was. Is I, that does that disco ball? Does that spin? Oh, that's a Premium LE. Yep. Okay. So it kind of puts some light around the whole play mm-hmm, field. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, the uh, Premium Premium LE have two more banks of drop targets, while the Pro just has stand up targets. So it's kind of like my Tron. Um, the stand-ups, when, when the ball hits it, it comes flying back. Sure. Because there's nothing. It just uh, the, you know, the inertia hits it, and then it comes. There's no give. It just right. comes flying back. Where the drop target, the ball hits, the drop target drops, and then the ball isn't rocketed back. It kind of just falls back. Mm-hmm. And Stern was saying that's better for the home environment. Where on a in a route. Uh, out on route, you want faster ball times, so you want the stand-ups, aka a pro model, sure, so that there's lo- uh, shorter ball times, so you uh, can get your money faster. Okay. Obviously, it pisses people off, but you know, whatever. I don't really. Okay. Uh, drop targets are cool, but at the same time, they break. totally understand. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Which is another thing. Why, if it was on route, you would want just a standard target instead of a drop target. Yeah. Because it's one less thing to break. Eh, true. I think well, that's the hard part. I was going to say, the newer stuff shouldn't break as much, but at the same time, if Stern, like, cheaps out on their plastic, which, you know, they keep trying to make things cheaper and cheaper, it could totally break. Yeah can't find too much different uh we'd have to get the, either the feature matrix or a bunch of the pictures laid out but we can post those well, either way though it's gonna be a ton again by the time you the listeners actually listen to this oh uh, yeah the, the whole entire thing will have been streamed on uh, twitch so everyone will know how the game is actually played and how it actually looks and feels so that will be exciting for us to uh, post up on facebook and stuff like that afterwards um but and do we, is there any new news about Monster Bash? Or is oh it all God. quiet over there? All right. So I can't stop thinking about getting a fun pinball game. Sure. 
And at this point, I kind of want to sell off some dumb things. I want a fun game. Sure. And Monster Bash might be one of them. Okay. There's also an Elvira game coming out, a third one. Remember I said Scared Stiff? Right. Well, that's from the 90s. There's a third version of it coming out from Stern, and it is rumored to be this fall or next year. Okay. And that's a fun game with those kind of, you know, sexual innuendos. And it, I hear you. It just, I don't know. It should be a good game. It's, it's, it's entertaining. It's funny. It's fun. Correct. Gotcha. So I kind of then I'm like, well, maybe I should save for that. Maybe buy Monster Bash, then sell it to get the third Elvira. But I'm really bad at flipping games fast. Mm-hmm. So I've been checking the Monster Bash threads for new pictures like crazy. Mm-hmm. And nothing is coming out. Hmm. But there's a big rumor. Just got posted the other day that said some guy posted up from Florida. He said... I just found out, rumor is, they have a second game inside the game of new code. So you have your, here's what he's saying. You have the original code, so the original game, programmed by Lyman Sheets, who works for Stern Pinball right now. But there's going to be a second code base, like a second game in the game Hmm. that has all new code, like new gameplay. Hmm. That's the rumor. We'll see, you know, once they announce it, we'll know what it is. Sure, because they'll obviously be excited to announce how that actually works. So no one really knows. They just, you know, they said there's a big, even Chicago Gaming said, there's a big secret. We want you to be excited, so we're not going to release it. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. And it sounds like they're waiting for license holders to approve their designs and license, or, you know, their, their game. Sure. If it's a second code base and the game isn't overly priced. Mm hmm. So if the if the base model starts at sixty five hundred, just like Attack from Mars, they're gonna sell like crazy. People love the original game, but the original game is from ninety four, ninety five, or something. Sure. If they come out with a whole new code base, like a new game, and it freshens things up or makes it really deep, so it's long like Lord of the Rings, people are gonna go bonkers over that. So it's new. It's fresh. It has. New code already, obviously, because it's going to be a new game to to, to, to get go, right? No, in oh, theory, it's not. in theory, like Medieval Madness, my game is the same as it was in '95. Okay. So you said, I don't know, that that makes sense. I guess I just misunderstood you when you said it was a third version. I thought Second. you meant like, what do you mean third? It's their third, third game that they've made that is a remake, but it's the second version of code. Like they're talking about having two. Two games inside of this one. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the Elvira game for a second. Oh, no. I mo- I moved on to Monster Mash. Sorry. No. That was my bad. Yeah. Elvira will be the third in the row. There's Elvira and the Party Monsters from the 80s. Right. Scared Stiff from the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then the new one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's, make, it's making a lot more sense. Okay. okay I, yeah. I'm with you now. Gotcha. Anyway, I'm super jazzed about Monster Bash. Uh, Chris, my buddy, our buddy slash friend in LG. Mm-hmm. He was mentioning it too, and he's more about fun games. But he keeps freaking threatening me that he's gonna sell his monster or his medieval madness, and I keep yelling at him. Why? Exactly. No, I'm saying well, why, why? You have your medieval madness. Yeah. So he doesn't need to have medieval. Why would madness. you sell the number one game on the planet? 
Okay, if he doesn't think it's the number one game on the planet, it is number himself, one. It doesn't matter what no, he thinks. No, it matters. It is. <laughs> Do you know how many shitty games he owns? <laughs> okay. The Rolling Stones is a turd. <laughs> Kiss, turd. <laughs> he has like a break shot. Uh-huh. A Family Guy, uh-huh. turds. All these <laughs> System Eleven turds, uh-huh. and he just. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. All he's right. blinded by too many LEDs that he keeps swapping in. <laughs> but if he even piles all those together, will it equal one, financially, will it equal one medieval madness? Yeah, his family guy is worth a chunk. Okay. And, uh, like, like Break Chess not an expensive game, but you know, you sell a couple small games and all of a sudden you're at a bigger game. I was going to buy his Break Shot, but I, I don't know. I bought that Jokers and now it's just like... No, I kind of want to sell everything off and go buy a Monster Bash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was then I was pondering, do I partner with Kevin, sell a, a bunch of crap, and then put a Monster Bash in at the bar, and then get some money off of it and pull it out a route or leave it? That's not. That's a really good idea. I like that idea a lot. Because then I have my Monster Bash, but it's making money, and mm-hmm. then I can, you know, I, I don't know, in a year or whatever, I can just take it off route, pay it off Kevin, and have my game. It's not a bad idea. It'll be brand new, be brand fresh. New. People will eat it up like crazy. And it'll be the only one up here. That's a massive point. That's not, it's we not don't get just a pinball machine. It's yeah, the brand new pinball machine's the only one in the area. People will come to this bar to play this machine, and the quarters will fill up in a, in a hurry. Yeah, that's a good and at point. that point, then either given he has a bunch of quarter change machines, mm-hmm. or we could you know put a dollar acceptor on it. Okay. Um, they have that, that phone version, easier. but I'd rather do the dollar acceptor. Yep. And or just the quarter machine. Okay, people have more dollars than they do quarters. No one usually has a pocket full of change. No, yeah. When you go to a pinball place, yeah. Excuse me. And you want to play pin, like if you just saw a pinball machine, mm-hmm. you'd have to go get change. Like I carry around two quarters in my pocket everywhere I go, just in case. Mm hmm. But unless I'm going somewhere knowing I'm going to play pinball, I don't just carry quarters. Right. Who would? Yeah, exactly. Who does? Chris. And, and there's no, besides Chris. And besides that, they at the bar probably don't want to stock a whole bunch of quarters all the time for these things. So if you could put a dollar acceptor on there, it'd be way better. Yeah, and I then, think it's like 100 bucks, but I think it'd be worth it in the long run. Especially if you could have it accept like twenty dollar bills. Done. If you could have it accept twenty dollar bills, one game twenty bucks. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> but if somebody could put in a twenty dollar bill and then just be able to keep replaying, like if it's twenty credits or whatever. God, that'd be weird. I mean, that'd be awesome. I mean, I'd do that. But I would do that. That's a lot of money. I think people would do it. Are you sure? And then you could get a twenty dollar bill right there that fast. I think that's. I think you got to do it. Even mm-hmm. if you only accepted five dollars, that's five credits. That's five bucks instead of someone have to put it in five times. But I would have it go all the way up to twenty bucks if you could. And then you paid off your hundred dollar investment there in five shots. Hmm. I mean, we should look into it because if the game would accept a twenty. That's a good point. The game might not even know how to process that idea. Yeah. I mean, I would allow it if someone wanted to actually right. do it. Right, but if somebody wanted to put in 20 credits, does it even know how to register that? Um, 
I should talk to Kevin. I, I've been thinking, um, I know Chris has a Joker's and then I bought one and he said something about mine has a better play field than his. And then I was like, he said, he kind of mentioned he'd buy it from me, make one good game and then sell that one. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of like, it, I was throwing it around my head of, okay, so I sell Joker's to Chris just to get my money back. I get Black Knight up, sell it. Baywatch, sell it. Checks is sold. Go buy Monster Bash. <sighs> And I, we even have that, you know, Sopranos that needs some work, but that's at Kevin's house. Okay, but in theory, how long would all that take? Well, really, I just need to set aside a day for each game, and I can get it done. Sure. Okay, and when does this game theoretically come out? They're they're kind of, they've learned their lesson, because like my Medieval, they announced it, and then it took two more years for it to come out, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're waiting until I... Th- pretty sure that's on the production line kind of like what stern does smart so when they announce the game they'll be on the line shipping within weeks okay now what they did with attack from mars was they have a base model which is called the standard and that is 6500 and that is literally the old game it's the small lcd but it shows a dmd Uh just like my medieval sure but you can buy the upgrade to color then they then on the premium and the collector's editions they have the super screen where it's two, two four I don't know four times the size LCD screen full color so you have little speakers but then this big okay long screen sure and I I think that's awesome but at the same time I personally am fine with the size of a DMD as long as it's colored okay for the price I hear what you say because it's a how much more of a of thousand bucks. Yeah, that's a god-awful amount of money. And sometimes on the premium, they do give you a lot of cool extras. So it's kind of like a toss-up, right? Because Medieval's color upgrade was like $400. So there's like, okay, well, that's almost half. No, but I understand them putting the offer out there. For instance, if they're going to pay me the money, sure, I'll I'll put that big, you know, baby on there. But uh, I think as an owner, I wouldn't put out for $1,000 screen. It's It's going in a bar. It's just to, it's to make money. So why right. yeah why would I not? I just get the plain one. Yep. Um, and then color color it because man, color looks so much better. Yep. Definitely, color is is game changing nowadays. It, it drives me nuts seeing my older pinballs not colored. Mm-hmm. Like just make oh makes me want to blow up my bank account. I mean, in a way, the orange is kind of cool because it's retro. It really holds it in like a a pinball place, like a, a state of mind almost. Like, like it's it's retro. It's like from the eighties, whatever. But it, even 90s. though it's modern and new, fine nineties. Sorry, but either way, the color is so much better. It's way better, and like all the art. Are you kidding? Yeah, they work so hard on trying to make these images look good. Right, with no color. With no color. With one color. <laughs> <laughs> if they had multiple colors, it just would blow them up. Well, Ghostbusters would look absolutely gorgeous. Yep, it would. Tron's really dark, but I've seen the color it version, and it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Just because you have dark characters, and then that neon blue or orange. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Gets me all sorts of pumped up about Tron. <laughs> Can't sell that game. I was going to say, isn't that one of the games you're going to try to dump, but you're not going to? If, um, if my house blew up and I needed money... It'd be sure. the first game to sell. Okay. Hmm. 
trying to think of what else I'd sell. It was in your wedding. That's true. So it'd be like trying to sell off one of your groomsmen. <sighs> I guess I wouldn't sell it right away. I'd probably sell play ball. Sure. What else do I have? I don't know. Oh, black hole. Black hole. Black hole's got to go. <laughs> black hole. I've already... Have it's my s- basement. You semi-sold it? I need to fix a couple of things finally. Like tweak them and then I'm... I think I'm done. It's too... It's big. It's weight. It's huge. It's such a big game. Like it's a wide body. If you had to put an amount of time that is left into fixing this, what would you say it is? <laughs> a day. 20 minutes? Okay. Uh, the thing is, is like, if I have a day off, I'm working on the house. I know. I know. So I need I'm to like set aside. I probably need. If you had. A couple parts in free four hours. Okay. Okay. <sighs> and then you could sell it. People want to buy this game. Yes. You could dump this easy. Oh, yeah. It, and it depends on the price I set, how fast I sell mm-hmm. it. But I've been considering it. It's just... it. I've played it a bunch on the the pinball arcade. I've played... I haven't even played a full game on mine, but it just doesn't pull me in. And since it's a, since it's a wide body, it's pretty floaty on the upper play field. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's a neat game. I think it's cool. But I'm not tied to it whatsoever. I bought it because it was on Craigslist, super cheap. Mm-hmm. Um, it cleaned up nice, and I dumped a ton of time and money into it. So I kind of need to move it, move it out. I hear you saying. And then it's finally off of the to-do list by just moving it out, even, <laughs> which is almost what I feel like about. Uh, Roller disco. Oh my god! So there's basically two ways to fix roller disco at this point. It's either because it, it's a fully functional game for the most part, except for one set of drop targets will not work, and yeah. the audio's off. I don't. Yeah. Other than that, it plays fine. I almost want to shotgun it with that new board, and just be done with everything. Well, old. that's what I'm saying. There's, there's two ways to get rid of this. One, you just sell it off as is has don't don't even tell them about the audio issues because maybe they don't even know because they listen to it and technically it beeps and tweeps you know when it does different stuff you just tell them nope, that, that's how it's supposed to sound <laughs> um so you just sell it off as is and just tell them about the drop targets or buy a brand new 200 dollars board no it's almost 300 fuck me here's the thing my neighbor matt wants a game i know he doesn't want to pay a lot of money i know and i told him I know he he's told game. me he wants to buy it, and if we fix that coil, he'd be fine with the audio. I know he would be. He played it the other day. He liked it. I think we should do that. I think so. It's a rotten dog driver board, and I bet you that transistor on the rotten dog, blue, because they're really common to do that. Sure. And so we can test it slash replace it, and then as long as we get that coil. Reset working? We can dump it off on him. Oh. It's a good game, in my opinion. He liked it. I played it with Dan the other day for multiple rounds. We, we, Me and Dan played it for, I don't know, like almost an hour. We played it for a really long time. Yeah, I remember that. I walked by it. I played a game. Yeah, you did. Um, because we were... Once you play it for a while, you can start moving the ball. Okay, when you first start playing it, it moves a lot slower than the other games. The ball flies a lot faster on it. But uh, on, on other games, the ball flies a lot faster. But after you play it for a while, 
you can you realize how to push the ball around a lot easier so it starts traveling a lot quicker and the game gets a lot more interesting and we were the game is also kind of hard to score on usually so people like end up getting only getting like 60,000 points whereas we were getting up in like 200 and 300,000 points well that's the thing people those games have quote unquote simple rules but try 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 hitting the targets you need try staying alive yeah. exactly it's just it's a big wide open mouth at the bottom and it has that little pole that oh, the, the little the pole ball, in the yeah, center the, that you can kind of bounce it off of and I kept dying and kept screwing up because I would bank it or hope that I can bank it off this little center post thinking, this will save me again. And then it just glances off the side and drains instead. Ooh. Right. Um, we can also level like level the game up so it has a little bit more of an incline. Mm-hmm. Get it some more roll. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot if your foot levelers were rusted up or what. Or maybe they were missing on one of it. On what? I bought you new levelers. Or I brought them in. Oh, we know. They're in the machine. I just have to put them on. Um, so we can make the game have a bigger yep. tilt, and that'll give it some nice roll. Mm-hmm. We should do that. Ugh. This is the thing. I just had too much going on. I got to, like, start canceling my life things, people. I'll do it on the next lunch. Then on the next lunch break, I'll put in uh, those foot pedals. Not foot pedals. Foot stand things. Foot levelers. There we go. And then eventually, someday, we'll figure out... You know what I need to do? Issue that to drop target. Just do it this weekend. I can't. I'm gone all weekend. I'll do it this weekend. <laughs> okay. That sounds like a I'm great like, idea. <laughs> when my wife and baby and dog go to bed. There you go. to the office. Come in at 1 a.m. and then do it. That's a good idea. Nick will be pissed. I'm all tired in the morning. I want to wake up. <laughs> um, what? Oh, dude. I. You know my gun game? Coney Island? Yes. You know how it had that stupid mixtape in it with like 22 random songs yes so i'm on the forum and in the gun game thread and someone found someone had a website of a company up in canada so for those who are listening and don't remember what the coney island game is why don't you describe it to them coney island is a chicago coin em gun game chicago coin is a brand yeah from obviously chicago and it's a big huge ass arcade with a gun on a post that can move around and you put quarters in and then all of a sudden it's, like a, it's like a shooting gallery yeah of targets right kind of like uh, if you were at uh, a fair and you got all those different targets that kind of pop up and you're shooting with a bb gun similar yeah. to that yep. but in an arcade machine um that's all like black lights Ooh, so it's yeah. all and, and it's it's on. You're looking at a mirror, technically, and then it shoots straight down, and you have a very long play field. So when you're looking at the mirror, it looks like you are looking at a really deep world because it's actually a vertical world that goes all the way down to the ground yeah, in this long that. arcade game. Yeah. Um. So the <laughs> the music is a eight track, and so there's a literally car eight track player right. in the cabinet. And when I bought it, or I didn't buy it, when I got the game, it was like Fantastic 22, and it's just 22 random hits from the 60s or 70s. <laughs> just bad. So that company in Canada reproduces a bunch of these gun game 8-tracks. I'm amazed that there is a company that even does this, to be honest. But go on. Yeah. So, I mean, I paid a bunch of money. It's like 50 bucks. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so it's definitely worth having on their servers some of this content. 
Yeah, I mean, and they had a you know they have a they have a device that re-records or they take blank tapes or whatever and they re-make. Although my tape plastic, like the plastic holder that the case that the tape is inside, okay, just looks banged up, and they put a new label on it. I don't so know. it's probably just a recycled A track. Yeah, I mean the label looks brand new, but the case. No, the I plastic get, no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But it's fifty bucks. Came from Canada. Oh, so they, I, must, I was saying, they must have all the big equipment to do the recording. Because they don't, you know, you have to buy that crap on eBay. They don't, no one makes 8-track recorders anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it was worth 50 bucks. Sure. Because I want the not, dumb not, thing not to you have play the original like sound. original. Yeah, yeah, the correct original sound. I don't want Elton John yelling at me. <laughs> so yeah. now, the, the cool thing what they did was they took, you know, it's stereo sound, left and right, so... Left is the game music, mm-hmm. and right is the callouts of a guy saying like, "Good shooting, try again." Uh-huh. And so, the game when you start the game, the left plays, so it plays the music the whole minute that you get to shoot. Sure. And at the end of the game, they s- cut to the right side to have the guy talk to you. So if you just played the A track tape in a standard player, it would just keep looping the guy's voice over and over and over. Okay. So that's how that works. I thought I found that very interesting. It's it's really cool science. Yeah. The fact that they're able to split it up like that on the same tape. Yeah, and then they just kind of switch back and forth between left and right mm-hmm. to do the whatever whatever they want playing at the oh, time. Oh, it's a brilliant idea. It's a it's a brilliant idea for what they had tech wise. Mm-hmm. Although, fucking eight track. So if I hadn't found this eight track tape, my plan was to take out the eight track player. Or at least just disconnect it, and wire up an Arduino with the MP3 play MP3 of the 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 A track, which is on the internet, and let it just hook it up that way. Everything about this machine to me feels so much like coin trick magic or something like that, where it's all like to try to like trick you. Like it looks like a deep world, doesn't it? But all it is is a mirror, or you know, all this different stuff. Or uh, it, we have all these cool sound effects, but it's running on one eight-track tape player, and it's coming out of a an eight-track tape player we, we ripped out of a you know a Buick we put in here, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow we have both your track sound and your gameplay sound on the same exact strip, magnetized on there, just running in two different uh, the left and right, and then we switch back and forth in between them. It's just. It just feels like they're doing all this different stuff that they've figured out how to just trick you to make it this really cool experience on a, I don't know, not, I wouldn't say a low budget, but it's just whatever they had at the time. We should add a smoke machine inside of it. That that would be one more thing to do to it. <laughs> Speaking of that, um, I cleaned a bunch of switch contacts and some targets started working, but the black light's so crap, right? Because only one bulb is on. I got to get in there and put the black lights. And- mm-hmm. New black lights, yeah. Yeah. Then it'd be Damn. all bright in there, yep. It'd be, it'd, be more, oh. it'd be a lot better. And I have no idea how you're going to clean it up. I posted in the thread and people kind of just glanced over it and they must have not, they didn't reply to me on how to clean the, the paper with the the print on it, the, all the, yeah. the world. Because I don't want to wreck it. If anything, don't touch it until somebody's got a good idea. Exactly. The, like, the last thing you need to do is ruin I mean, world. a damp cloth, but then that's the thing. I don't want water to get on mm-hmm. the paper. If it's kind of cardboardy, or pa- I don't want the ink to smear. I don't want it to get saturated. You have to assume that it has a layer of dust on it. Oh, it does. I looked. 
So all I can think of is air, like blowing it out okay. or vacuuming it up. But then if you vacuum it, you have to have the little bristly things, right, to like kind of move the sure. dust off because it kind of sticks to the like the right the top. The first layer is going to stick to the top, mm-hmm. and the second layer is on top of that might come off. And you're going to want it to be smooth. You don't want to just leave tracks on everything. Yeah. Blah. There's a bunch of people that restore these, so they have to know. I just sure. got to, maybe I'll repost it without, because I think I posted that question along with my 8-track tape picture, so mm-hmm. they might have got confused. They just glanced over it. Makes sense to me. What else? I got my Baywatch boards. I screwed them in. I just haven't spliced the wires. I also got the the custom ROM from, I don't remember his name, was Scott or something. He did some bug fixes on the stock code and then re-released his own ROM. For Baywatch? Yeah. Okay. So I have that ROM. I just got to stick it in. Black Knight's boards are still out. What is what does it do to Baywatch? It fixes a couple of the bugs that okay. were in the last ROM that they shipped. Okay. And then he kind of adjusted some of the scoring to make it a more uh, fair game. Okay. I was thinking that I was wondering if they had like different clips or something in it that he added. Oh no, right. no. It just it's fixing bugs and making it a better game. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Uh, are you playing anything now? Are you playing any video games? Steven? Yes. Our coworkers started talking some mad shit about playing StarCraft. Yep. And at first I thought they're whatever, right? You just talk about StarCraft. Sure. Because it's an old game. Yeah. Nobody plays it anymore. Well, then they said they actually played it. They played it on lunch break. Monday, maybe, I bet. Sure. I used to play StarCraft religiously. Mm-hmm. StarCraft Two came out. I played it a ton when it released. Haven't touched it years since, right? Mm-hmm. They started playing it again. This game is one of those stupid nostalgia games. And you know how I love dropping yeah. a boatload of time into things mm-hmm. that I remember? Mm-hmm. So... So you've been sucked in by into the black hole. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed a laptop. I reset my Blizzard account. Logged in. All my StarCraft games are there. My Diablo 3. Loaded that baby up. We've been... Uh, I made fun of them for sucking at StarCraft against the computer. Sure. However, I don't remember playing StarCraft too much. Uh-huh. I played it a bunch, but I, I don't remember uh, this many, like... It's really confusing because there's so many units and buildings and crap that all of a sudden we played a game and I was going, what does all this stuff do? Uh-huh, <laughs> I forgot uh-huh. how to play. Um, so I started watching pro players again and, and getting tips and tricks. And uh, we've the three of us have been playing right. every you play, day You guys lunch. play today. Oh, yeah. Every day at lunch. We play like a couple games. Oh, I didn't realize you guys were playing every single day. I thought it was every just, day. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. So we're trying to get everybody at the office to play, but, you know, you loaded it. I think your computer's a little slow. It, yeah, I got a couple of issues with my computer. I have a com- I have a gaming laptop here for you, though. I think I figured out a way around it. It's not going to be a full screen. I have oh, to sure. put it into, like, a window. I have a, a gaming laptop here that will be unused very shortly, and we'll throw it on that for you. Okay. The Big Beast? Yeah, the Big Asus. <laughs> yeah. Really? Laptop, yeah. Oh, I'm glad they use that thing. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so I so we started playing StarCraft 2, and then I was like, this is too confusing. We should play StarCraft 1. So StarCraft 1 is free. The whole freaking game with expansion. StarCraft 2. StarCraft, 
one is free. Starcraft two is also free. No. Yep. Only the Terran pack, Wings which is of the Liberty. first expansion that came out. It's the first game. Okay, yeah, technically it's not expansion. Yeah, the first original actual game. Yeah, so that's humans. Um, so when you play single player, it's only the Terran campaign. Sure. Humans. Mm-hmm. Then there's the the Zerg campaign uh, add-on game, and then there's the Protoss add-on game, and then there's even another race who's like an invisible... I don't even know what it I'm so out of touch with StarCraft now that I have no idea, but there's a fourth... There's a fourth species now. ...species of something, or at least it's a campaign. Sure. And maybe it's a, a Terran or something, but it's kind of a ghost-looking thing. But then I started reminiscing about Warcraft and Diablo and all those, so I... I went through bins of shit that I have in my basement trying to find all my old Blizzard games. So I rounded up all my Diablo 2 and 3, Warcraft 3. I was trying to... I must have not purchased Warcraft 2. Warcraft 2 is really fun. Did you say that they were trying to come out with another Warcraft? So... Or remastered version or something? Yeah, so everybody wants Warcraft 2 to be remastered. And we're not talking about World of Warcraft. Yeah, no. Screw World Talking of about Warcraft. actual Warcraft, like just the strategy game. Yeah, the RTS. Right. The cool thing about Warcraft 2 is that it's like StarCraft, but with orcs versus humans. Right. And you have, but, but you have water, air, and land. So you can build boats. You can build air troops. Air troops? Yeah. Like, you know, little flying things. But I guess like, I don't remember that. No. Oh. Hmm. But Warcraft 3, they kind of took all that stuff out. Warcraft 3 is more like League of Legends, what was that game called? Yeah. Oh, is it is it just three lanes? We trying to send people up? No. Because that's Dota. No, it's sort of like Dota, where you 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 build your RTS little camp with the buildings and crap. Right. But you have a main hero, and your main okay. hero is what? No. Okay. So yeah, game. that does sound similar. It is similar. Similar to Dota and then League of Legends. But you still, I don't, you don't. But really, you're still building up a camp. Yeah, but you don't have like. The StarCraft Two, where you have the air and the sh- and like the big okay. Um, so StarCraft Two is more vehicles. strategy, and then StarCraft or not? I keep saying StarCraft, Warcraft, Warcraft Three is more about hero based. Yeah, which is almost a hybrid. Yeah, of these like Dota games. I mean, and yeah, I don't remember what Dota's like. I never really played it. Dota but. is you're just a hero. There are little troops, but you don't really control them. They themselves are constantly running towards. Oh, the then, yeah, this is a hybrid because you build an arm, a small army. Right. It's not like Warcraft or Starcraft where you have like two hundred guys. Mm-hmm. It's a hero with oh, ten. Right. See, like in, in like Dota or w- whatever the other one's called, the Heroes of the Storm. I think is what Blizzard's version is called. Dota is, I, th- I think it, I. I'm not gonna try to. Dota go was it based cause, off, cause, yeah, because I don't. I I'm gonna flub it all up. So, uh, but anyways, Heroes of the Storm would be Blizzard's version of it, and you would have guys, if I'm correct, spawn from your base constantly. They're constantly streaming out, or or <coughs> every let's say ten seconds, m- more of your little troops come out, and there's three lanes that, or three general idea, like like you have a middle, right, and left lane that spans out in a, into a map. That goes towards the enemy castle, if you will, or yeah. en- enemy base. And then there are paths connecting throughout in between those three like a lanes. Little maze, yeah. Exactly. And you work with your team to try to run all three of those lanes and then run them perfectly with your strategy to 
get your guys over to the other side and win. And then along the way, there are little tiny bases in between that you have to conquer and control and work your way up towards the enemy. Sure. It sounds fun. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. It'd be fun for like a couple of games and then I'd get sick of it. Right. But and I, I've never been into art, whatever those. RTS? Well. Real-time strategy? I, I'm into real-time strategy. Whatever Dota is called. Oh, yeah. I have I no f- idea what they what consider that game. But that I, I'm i not into. A lot of people are into it, though. Most um, people are into it. Yes. Well, one of our old uh, coworkers was into League of Legends, and he just watched Team Liquid. I mean, he was like a super fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd, he'd stream those competitions every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was his TV, was watching League of Legends. Yeah. he. I was... One time we were in Vegas when we were at a, a sports booth, and they had... All these different games from all everything from hockey to you know to basketball everything was all on these screens, and he all of a sudden said he's like I haven't watched sports in forever. Do you haven't watched sports in forever? He's like yeah. You are you not a sports guy? He's like ah not ever since I started watching esports. Now I literally only watch esports. Like you're kidding. This is all you watch. You only watch esports. Like you don't even watch basketball anymore. You don't watch anything else. Like I get it. If you don't like basketball. But he likes esports so much that he has cut out regular sports out of his life. And that just blows me away that that's how much he loves it. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't even care about real sports. So, I mean, I guess that'd be similar if I was that obsessed with video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, his his life revolves around games. Sure. Like, him and his wife and his kids are very into video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also get out. Like, they're not only... No, I know they... I, yeah. But... Uh, so I'm just telling the listeners. Dan. Good point. Good point. <laughs> but yeah, they. But I mean, he has Team Liquid hats and all sorts of crap. He just is right, just yeah. like I would wear maybe a Vikings the twins exactly. Hat and stuff. Right, he wears all Team Liquid all the time. He's a big supporter <laughs> of that team. It just blows me away that he. This is his, this is his jam. This is real to him. This isn't like I feel like a lot of us maybe watch Twitch or watch something for the fun of it. Whereas he's like, no, nah, I'm. I am dedicated to this. This is real. Which is cool. I'm glad that he likes it. Yeah, I actually miss him. Too bad. Uh, I talked to him a little bit, but, you know, he, I don't think, I don't know how big he is. I'm now, like, back into StarCraft. Uh, I've been watching pro StarCraft all night last night. Oh, really? To get, to get my, like, game back. Uh-huh. Because we were getting rocked by computers. Um, and so there's, there's definitely a method to building quick and having the right troops. And, you know, back in the day when me and my buddy would just co-op against, you know, eight PCs, you'd wall yourself off and then you'd just build just crap loads of carriers and you just send these ships around just destroying everything in their path. But it would take you 30 minutes or more to build up t- to have your to tw- 20 carriers or whatever. Sure. But they've kind of nerfed that mentality or style so you because they come in faster at you yeah and there and there's more ground troops that just rip through the front of your base i hmm. mean even if you ah so you have to have some techniques so now now i'm trying to play more like um like a you know amateur player sure i don't know it's kind of it's fun though so our games went from being an hour long of struggling the whole time to you know 10 to 15 minute games of a little bit bit more methodical and and knowing what we're doing and and getting troops up and out and i mean there's tips that i learned like 
within X minutes, you need to have this building and that building and this many of those. And you can never have enough peasants farming and you can never have enough warp gates and all. I mean, just like, holy smite, I didn't know you could, I didn't know you could build this fast. Right. That's one thing that always blew me away. Uh, so I was, my, my brother and I, we were always big into uh, Age of Empires. Yeah, you and freaking Ethan. <laughs> well, we, we loved it. Yeah, that's right. I forgot Ethan loved Age of Empires so much. And uh, I think Age of Empires mythology was my favorite of all of them because they had these big, huge titans that you would. Yeah, like gods. Like right. Zeus and stuff. Loved him. Anyways, I, playing against the computer, I was always fine. I had no problem playing <laughs> against the computer. But then whenever I would try to, you know, put on my big boy pants and try to play against Ooh. an actual other person, yeah. I immediately was reminded that like, you have no idea how to play this game. Yep. You have no idea how to play this game. I won't play StarCraft Because online, I'd man. be over here farming. Like, just, I got some farms. That's it. <laughs> I, I maybe built a, a, a base to, or, you know, to start building some armored, armored troops or whatever, but I like, just built it. And then all of a sudden, he'll come in with a full cavalry and cannons and everything. It's like, what the? What is going on? And it's like, this is it. It's impossible. I got a bunch of farmers over here, and he has a full army? How is that even? Time-wise, what are you doing? I don't even get it. And I, I never got it. I never uh, did any research to figure out like how you could possibly ever do that. Um, I think I wanted to just believe that they were cheating all the time. <laughs> yeah, you get people that like to getting like they get like to get good at the game, and they are. I mean, they have to have X Y Z done by you know one minute, right? One minute thirty seconds. They have to have this much stuff done, right? I mean, they are. It's click 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 click. Tons of crap they have to get done. Mm-hmm. Where. Me or you being casual, we're just like, well, I'll just do this and right. that. Because if you're playing against the computer, it doesn't really matter. They don't come charging at you right away. You can kind of just you take your time. time. Yeah, you can kind of diddle-dally and do whatever you want. So you're over here farming and building up some little buildings and maybe building a tower over here. Trying to, While you're focusing on that, they have a full army. Thousands of farms and thousands of buildings. They have a whole society built, and you have like just a rambling village of like people just walking around with wheelbarrows. <laughs> You're attacking knights with wheelbarrows and hoes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so I'm I'm going down Blizzard memory trip. So I'm pulling out all my old games, and and we were the the hard part is the Blizzard launcher only allows a couple old games like Starcraft mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. two. Diablo 3, mm-hmm. no Warcraft, mm-hmm. only World of Warcraft. So there was a rumor. No Warcraft at all. You can still play it. Like, I have to install the game from the discs. But you can't get it from that. From it, there, I can buy it hub. online, but it's not in my little launcher. Sure, okay. Whatever that means. So, like, I hear you. The, the cool thing is now, for instance, my StarCraft, I entered my CD key, and now my Blizzard account gives me StarCraft. And I can put it on any computer I want, wherever I want free that's like it cool. just it follows me around that's really cool so diablo 3 i my, my cd keys so it's all cloud-based and you can just bring it wherever you want exactly that's awesome so i have a warcraft 3 disc mm-hmm. and diablo 2 but I, I i they don't allow that yet so i can't just enter my cd key and then lose my discs mm-hmm. super annoying now blizzard has the fans want a warcraft 2 remastered but Warcraft 3 is very popular in the esports still. And there's a new World of Warcraft update. I people are it was wondering a huge World of Warcraft people update. People are wondering why Warcraft World of Warcraft isn't done yet, but they're they must be making 
But they, well, ultimately. they have to make it. I mean, like, I think they, I think it came out yesterday. Oh yeah, it just came out. Uh, yeah, I think it just officially. Well, again, for those who, ever, whenever you guys listen to this, uh, yeah, World of Warcraft just dropped their brand new DLC yesterday, and uh, Twitter was taken over by World of Warcraft. It is all over the place. If you try to watch any video on Facebook right now, up will come uh, World of Warcraft in the middle of your video. So, um, which I'm glad. I think you know, they need they need a game. It looks that awesome. Is a cash cow where it just yeah. sits there and they give it stuff but then just it's kind of like fortnite right it just keeps generating money mm-hmm. but it, they don't have to do a whole lot but they just keep it up to date but that i'm in my head i'm hoping that what that does is it gives blizzard cash so that they can make other games that i want <laughs> sure i hear you so i was well, kind of pissed that warcraft 3 wasn't in the launcher so i started googling like warcraft 4 and trying to see like what's next on the pipeline because mm-hmm. i wanted a warcraft 2 remastered just mm-hmm. like starcraft mm-hmm. and everybody wants it all the fans want it they want Warcraft 2 remastered, Warcraft 3 either remastered or brought to the launcher. Mm-hmm. But what happened was, just uh, like a couple weeks ago, Blizzard had a couple pro Warcraft players fly into the U.S. from Russia, I think. To No one knows why, but people th- think that they're flying them in to test play Warcraft 3 remastered. Well, that would make sense. I mean, if I was going to be on a rumor mill, rumor mill, and I found out that you were flying in pros who specialize in World of Warcraft, or not no, World of Warcraft, War, just regular Warcraft, that's massive. I, w- I would, if I, if I owned a blog, I would be blogging about that, saying, everybody, this is happening. I would, I would gladly spin that rumor. Yeah. So, Blizzard is a... Kind of like the government, they're like a big slow entity, so it takes them forever to get a game out. Mm-hmm. It takes them forever to get news out. Mm-hmm. They're very slow, but they're one of the only game companies where they take their time, and then they release a game, and it doesn't suck. Now, there's updates, but like the main game comes out, and it's not effed up. Right. I mean, they've produced some of the very best games of all time. And they have stayed people's favorite games for decades. Decades upon decades. People still are obsessed and still play Diablo 2. And that came right. out in the early 2000s. Right. Diablo 3 came out in the mid-2000s or something, like 2010 or something. Mm-hmm. It's still getting updates. Right. StarCraft 2 got an update today or yesterday. Wh- whereas you have games like Assassin's Creed or Call of Duty that produce a new game Every single year. A brand new game. Every single year. They produce one game, and then maybe four years later, release another huge DLC, which I think a lot of people would assume is technically like a new game, because it's got so much new content. But it just layers over the top of their old game, just making it a much deeper, bigger game. And then another four years later, all comes another huge DLC. They're big. Blizzard is big on lore. So they're big on the story. Yeah. It's almost cinematic. All their yes. games. Well, it's very. All of their trailers are extremely cinematic. For like World of Warcraft and uh, Starcraft, and yeah. even uh, what is it called? Uh, their their shooter, Overwatch. Overwatch doesn't even technically have a story in it. I mean, it has lore, lots of lore. If you go to their YouTube page, yep, because they always have such huge cinematic like commercials and trailers and uh, YouTube videos. But in game, it's just a game. It's just a shooter, multiplayer only. 
but they have to have lore. They they love it, and people love lore. Oh, they get it. We it, we it, all eat it up. It makes you um, more obsessed with the game. Agreed. It, it gets you in in the game. Yep. yep. Which is you know, I don't know. It's like some people love Overwatch, even though mm-hmm. it's just a freaking shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping they redo Warcraft. I was getting back into it. Warcraft three and two are extremely different games, so I want both of those. But oh, then they also mentioned that Diablo is coming back. However, when you say Diablo is coming back, what does that mean? They're talking about a new Diablo game, but then it kind of came out that it most likely might be a mobile game. You know, a lot of their older games could probably just be ported over to mobile because at this point, mobile like a cell phone, you know, a brand new Galaxy Note 9 or whatever, can handle a lot of this stuff. We'll have to wait for more rumors on Diablo Mobile. I'd be excited, though. It would, f- phones should be able to play it, because Diablo 3 is coming for Switch, so that just means it's more likely to come to more phone stuff. I agree. Um, so we're going to have to wrap it up here, because we're, we're running out of time for today. It's kind of fun getting deep and quick little things, but yeah, we'll we'll make another one coming up, and we'll talk about more other, more other fun things. Yeah, definitely. I don't even know so anymore. Either way, you guys go ahead and follow us on our Facebook page. Just go ahead and search for Flipping and Mashing uh, Podbean. You can find us on there as well. You can also find us on Spotify if you're a big Spotify users. We are everywhere. Just search for Flipping and Mashing. And email us. Yeah, email Matt, us. Matt emailed us. Yep. And we talked about his stuff. Yep, go ahead and email us at flippinandmashing at gmail.com. You can uh, Dark Souls for the there. Switch this year. Yep. Uh, but that's going to be it for today. All right. Everybody, you have an awesome week. Get out of here, Steve. Get out of my office. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>